You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. In September 2013, we were called down to Cairo that was organized by the regional leader for Syria, Libya, Lebanon, and Egypt. And he was using this event as a time to discuss leadership across the region and gather the leaders together. And he was doing that because in July of that year, mass protests had erupted in Egypt after a coup, and Syria was in the midst of a civil war. Expats had been instructed to leave and had done so save one, him. He was thinking about his succession plan for the region and the status of the Syrian border. How would it impact trucking and shipping if the borders were closed? How would they continue to deliver medical aid and food? And in the middle of the second day, we were having a great conversation when in front of at least 20 of his younger leaders from across divisions and business units and countries, he looked at me and said, how do we ensure that no matter what's going on, when our people come into our offices, they feel safe and secure? How do we help our people be more resilient? Psychological safety is a hot topic in leadership development. Google's Aristotle Project found it's the number one predictor of successful productive teams. And here's what I took away that day. If those leaders in that environment can build a culture of safety, security, and resilience, well, then anyone can, and we certainly should be. So there are ways that leaders build and erode psychological safety, ways we build it up and sometimes accidentally tear it down. The term was coined by Harvard business professor Amy Edmondson. You can find a lot more on the topic for how you can build psychological safety with your team. 